0: To have you uh okay you look at uh, this past weekend uh, assess your turn Assess your team in the tournament
1: yeah thanks thanks for having me on steve sure. uh yeah it's good i think the um you know there's going to be i think in in every weekend or every week once we assess where we're at there's going to probably be some head-scratching moments that we're going to have just because we're we are so young we have some you know newer players doing it at this level but you know, we were in two tight games, um, you know, against two good teams this weekend. You know, one was Oregon State. We played at the first round of the College World Series two years ago. Michigan, uh, perennial power, plus one we play almost every year and lost that game, you know, and really, you know what? We lost it. We did lose it. We had bases loaded and no outs to win it. And, um, you know, we, we, we weren't able to execute and get you know, find a way to get a run in. And they made a couple really nice plays to take runs away, but, um, yeah, it was good. I thought overall, I mean, I wasn't, you know, I think I said this, uh, you know, when my when I did a pregame interview for this week uh, for this week's stuff that we have going on, it's, I wasn't overly impressed with, you know, our offense. Um, even though we scored a lot of runs, I just wasn't overly impressed that we swung at bad pitches. The approach wasn't um, what we've been practicing. Some of our players weren't who they were. When we left Gainesville on Friday afternoon, they were a little bit different. And, you know, I, I knew that. Um, from some just because it is, you know, we do have a lot of, you know, newer, newer people doing it. But, but overall, as a whole, you know, our offense is nowhere close to the engine I think it's going to be. And, um, we'll make some tweaks. And that's the good thing about playing games. You know, I can practice telling blue in the face. Um, uh, but until we actually play a game where we're playing somebody else and they do things where you can't predict, um, I, I don't always know what we're going to get. And I think that's the good part about, you know, doing what we did. But happy, but not pleased, <laughs>
0: I got you in the circle, uh boy, those young arms look very impressive. What'd you see
1: yeah, he flipped flipped the page, you know, I say the exact opposite of what I said about our offense i was i was I was very impressed with the way our young pitchers handled the pressure, and you know a lot of different pressure, you know oh oh through you know through through uh through eight 0 through you know um through five against Oregon State um so really good they they handled it well and then even the other pressure this is some people won't talk about this, but when a pitcher's thrown a no hitter or a perfect game there is pressure to perform sure uh for that kid and but also for your defense and we did we performed a Ariel Kowalewski, um, uh, Olivia um Olivia her a no, uh, perfect game and you know she makes a great play in the five six hole to tip it to a freshman who throws across the diamond to throw out the runner, which is really cool. So I thought they handled themselves very well. They're very well prepared. They handled the pressure really well. And, um, you know, I thought overall they they did perform, um, you know, again, I don't want to say at the level of expectation. I thought they exceeded what we thought going into the first weekend just because they, you know, they're young and they, they handled it very well.
0: You know, sometimes when you uh, watch a softball game or even a baseball game, fans look at pitching, fans look at hitting, but defense is a big part of success too. Were you pleased in that regard?
1: No, I really wasn't. I thought we played just okay. Um, you know, we we made some mistakes. Um, you know, some some mistakes don't you can't see them. They don't you don't show up on the box score, but we made a lot of mistakes. Um, you know, and and again. You go, wow, well, yeah, but look at you rotating people around and doing some stuff. Um, Corby Oates made a couple really nice plays on left. Kendra Falby made a really nice play in center, and then throws a girl out from Michigan in the first. Day. I mean, really nice throw. Um, and then uh, we made a couple nice plays on defense. Our pitchers did a good job. Ava Brown made a legit double play to get us out on the Friday night. So, there's some good... But but no, I mean, we, we're just... We're, 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 we're better than that. Um, you know, and again, i My team heard the same thing at the post game on Sunday. We made too many mistakes. And the only way you're going to get better when you make mistakes is catching it. What I mean by that is if you don't recognize you made a mistake, mental or physical, then it doesn't matter how, what I think, because we're never going to be able to fix it. You have to recognize the mistakes that you made so we can get better. And I think that was my challenge to my team uh, on Sunday. Hey, good weekend. Played well. Uh, four and one. You know we want to be five and zero, oh, but we're four and one. We bounced back well, but we made too many mistakes. Base running, defense, um, swinging at bad pitches, and so just we got to do a better job of recognizing that. That's the only way we're going to improve.
0: Gator coach Tim Walton talking softball here as the Gators have JU back to back days in a tournament uh, coming up here this weekend. Tim, we talked preseason about. You know, you, you try to do some experimentation here early, you know, with lineups, with defense, etc. Uh, is there a set time that that goes away and you kind of want to have, you know, a set lineup? Or does that process continue for the rest of the year?
1: I think we're so close in some positions that it could end up being somewhat of a, you know, a, of a rotation or a platoon or matchups, drop ball, rise ball, change up, left hander, right hander. I think we could, I think we could really, you know, play. Uh, I'll just say, you know, throw out a number, but I think we could probably play um, about twelve players and feel really good about it. Maybe it's thirteen. Every one of our kids got in the game this weekend, so um, you know, you look at that and you go, wow, that's pretty, pretty impressive. All eighteen players played. Yeah. Um, and so we were able to rotate around. Ariel, Ariel played third base and caught. Jocelyn Erickson caught and played first. Mia Williams played short and second. Reagan Walsh played third, first, second. Um, Avery Gels played first and right. Um, so, so I think we could, we could do a little bit of that. Ava Brown played first and pitched. Um, when Ava Brown pitches, you're probably going to see the most different lineup because she hits, she will hit in our lineup when she pitches every time. And so that's when you'll start to see the different one where maybe it's Bailey Goddard or, or Avery Gell's out or Kisler in or, you know, those kind of things. So I think that's probably going to be the one where you see, you know, the, the most um, maybe non-consistent lineup because we're going to go with hottest bat or, you know, because we get we get an extra bat in that lineup, if, if you ask me.
0: Last question. Uh, I mentioned, you know, back-to-back uh, away, J.U., then home and then the tournament this weekend. So if uh, Gator fans are going to come out and watch your team play, Who's some of the competition here for the weekend?
1: Yeah, so the the weekend will be you know it's, it's always um, it's always tough for us you know in our in our tournaments we we don't get the historically we don't get the you know the the power five names you know like teams from the ACC or the Big Ten or the Big Twelve in our tournaments just you don't usually get those matchups but uh, but we do get you know good teams you know in in in, in all of our tournaments we have two tournaments we'll have. Later on, we have Indiana. Later on, we have Mercer. Um, later on, we'll have um, you'll know, we'll have uh, Charleston. We'll have uh, Georgia Southern. Um, you know, we'll we'll get the teams from the north too. So, um, but we, we we have a we have a good matchup. There's a good blend. You know, a, a good blend of teams. You'll get some postseason experience teams. You'll get some teams that are you know have to win their tournament to you know to get into the postseason. So it'll be a, it'll be. A, I mean, the, the cool thing is we've got. A really fun team to watch, Steve, and I think I don't care who we're playing. Doesn't matter what's going on, we got a fun team to watch. And uh, you know, I think our our fan hype—they love, you know—they're getting excited about our team. Um we're, we're we got some young kids, we got some old kids. We're fun. There's some fun stuff going on. Uh Kendra Falby, when she's going at high speed, she's fun to watch. Yes, she is. And uh, <laughs> I think that's one thing that you know, I don't care who we play this week, um you're going to see something you may maybe have never seen on a softball diamond. Come out and watch us play.
0: All right, and that's going to uh, happen after today when the Gators go on the road, then J.U. here tomorrow, and then the Gators here home for the weekend. Thank you, sir. Appreciate your time. We will talk.
1: Sounds great. Thank go you. Go got Gators. it,
0: Tim. Thank you. Gator softball coach Tim Walton joining us here uh, on Sports Scene. It's going to be fun uh, watching them play. Uh, okay, we will uh, – again, there's not going to be a lot of time today. Um because we just have so many guests. It's going to be like that uh, for uh, the majority of the week, Uh, which, again, is not uh, a bad thing. But uh, we've got a lot of high school stuff coming up, Uh, some of the other coaches and some of the other sports coming up. Uh, So we are going to have that coming your way. 12-12, time check brought to you by Hayes Jittery. Coming up, a guy I have known for a long time, Harry Tholen, longtime baseball coach at Santa Fe College, is getting the field named after him. He will join us next to talk about that ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
2: Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
1: Good morning, I'm Estefania Sarko The Florida Gators men's basketball team is facing LSU Tigers tonight as it is the only game between test teams in the regular season. Catch the game at 7.30 tonight on 103.7 The Gator. In college softball today, the number 17 Florida Gator softball team is on the way to take off Jacksonville University, turning here at 5.45 tonight. In the NHL, the 28-20 Tampa Bay Lightning is on the way to face the 32-11 Boston Bruins tonight. In the NBA, after losing on Saturday versus Boston Celtics, the Miami Heat is traveling to face Milwaukee Bucks tonight. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm
3: Stephanie Sarko. ESPN
2: 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF.
0: You heard me talk about the place I've done my banking for over 30 years. That place is FICARE Federal Credit Union. It only serves health care workers and their families, so I'm talking directly to you. And remember, this February, it's a leap year. And they're knocking 2.9% APR off of any car refinanced from another financial institution. And when members use the concierge auto buying service for new vehicle purchases, they'll also qualify for 2.9% off of the already low regular rate. And remember, this market rate is tremendous. And don't forget about their visa. They have a fantastic fixed rate visa with rates as low as 9.5% APR. So, while many other financial institutions are raising rates, sometimes as high as the mid 20s, their stays consistently no, low and with no annual fee. That's from FICARE Federal Credit Union online, FICAREFCU.org.
4: And cars, cybersecurity on our devices. But what about our money? Radiant Credit Union wants to secure your earnings with our adjustable rate certificates. Right now, you can earn 5.45% on a 12-month term. Secure your future now and enjoy the peace of mind that comes with maximizing your savings growth. Visit radiantcu.org secure and start earning today. 12-month certificate requires $1,000 minimum balance to open. $10,000 balance to earn APY, federally insured by NCUA.
5: Take your Valentine's experience to a whole new level this year with jewelry, flowers, candy, dinner, and a flyaway romantic getaway. All courtesy of International Diamond Center. Nothing says I love you like romantic jewelry from IDC. From a simple pendant to an exquisite designer ring, we've got a fantastic selection of affordable, timeless gifts. And this year, with any jewelry purchase at IDC of $129 or more, we're giving you some long stem roses, some delicious chocolates, and a gift card for dinner from Spurrier's Gridiron Grill. It's one-stop shopping for all things romantic and if you really want to take it up a notch we're also giving away island getaways just spend five thousand dollars on jewelry and you'll get a five hundred dollar airfare credit for a caribbean vacation spend ten thousand on our jewelry and get three nights including airfare at a tropical resort on us make this valentine's one to remember let idc help you with her jewelry flowers chocolates dinner and a romantic vacation we've got it all happy valentines from international diamond center at celebration point restrictions apply see store for details
0: Dave Ray's
6: Automotive, we get the bugs out of your
0: car. Valentine's Day, the day and month we all think about love. Steve Russell here. Let me tell you something I love, my car, and I really love the fact I can depend on it day in and day out thanks to my friends at Dave Mays Automotive. You see, Dave Mays Automotive is famous for their bug check. That means anytime you take your vehicle in, they go over it from top to bottom looking for anything that might pop up down the road. This way, there's no surprises, and you could love driving your car brakes, tires, oil changes, engine and transmission services, at Dave Mays Automotive, they take care of it all, just like they've been doing since 1975. They're at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive in the Industrial Complex behind the Sunnies on Waldo Road, and online at DaveMaysAutomotive.com. Dave Mays Automotive, they get the bugs out.
2: Dave Mays Automotive, we get the bugs, all of them bugs, out
7: of your car.
4: Thornbrook Chocolates, the gourmet chocolates that will take care of you and your Valentine's Day needs. Show your love and appreciation this Valentine's Day with Thornbrook Chocolates. Thornbrook Chocolates, give, eat, indulge. We're
2: proud to be your home for Gators basketball. You are listening to ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators.
6: This is the voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF,
3: the home of the Florida Gators.
0: A true cool thing going on at Santa Fe College. Harry Tholan, longtime Santa Fe Saints baseball coach, is getting the field there named after him, and uh, we're going to talk to the athletic director at Santa Fe college shanda Stebbins to talk about this um what an honor for harry shanda first of all thank you for doing this um no problem talk about how this whole process started you know in in thinking about even doing this
8: well
9: so you know i've been at the college for about 21 years and harry's been there probably twice as long as me and just so proud of him not just the impact that he's obviously had on the, the baseball um, teams that have come through, the young men that he's mentored and coached, but also a lot of people don't realize the difference he's made on our fitness center. And just um, even when I came in, he was just uh, handing the reins over to Mr. Jim Keats as the athletic director. So he even spent some time as the athletic director at Santa Fe. Um, when I became the AD, Jim uh, Keats, the, the former athletic director, retired. Now uh, said, "Hey, you know what do you think about this?" And I said, "Well, let me let me see what everybody else thinks." And so. It's um, just a great way to give back to somebody who's given so much to Santa Fe College, um, just with time and effort and just just the impact he's had. So that's sort of how it developed.
0: Uh, for those who maybe want to attend the ceremony, let folks know when, where, all that kind of stuff.
9: Absolutely. Well, uh, as you know, baseball is an outdoor sport, so we are hoping the way we have scheduled it is for 1030 to 1130 brunch at the baseball field, followed by a, a noon um, first pitch uh, for our baseball team. We've combined it with an alumni day, and so we're excited to welcome back not just people that would love to see um, Harry honored, but also our alumni from all of our different sports. Um, now, the problem with baseball, as we all know, um, there may be rain on Saturday. Right. So if that happens, we will still have the brunch and the ceremony. We'll just move it to the gymnasium. Um, and we're excited to have a lot of um, people return to the college who who have had an impact over the years that Harry uh, was there, as well as um, I've received uh, some neat notes from from different organizations, um, professionally and collegiately, who who just want to thank Harry. Um, most of most of our audience may not know, but he's in the National Baseball Hall of Fame, um, and just has had a a bigger impact than just here in Gainesville. Um, so if people want to contribute, they can shoot me an email that I'll throw in his keepsake box. Um, but we're we're just excited to honor him.
0: Yeah, go ahead and give us the email.
9: Uh, Chanda, C-H-A-N-D-A dot Stebbins, S-T-E-B-B-I-N-S at sfcollege.edu. And of course, if they're uh, local and they're able to attend, you can just bring a, a wonderful card. Um, to uh, throw in his keepsake box. But this uh, this man has impacted me as an administrator and um, certainly impacted a lot of our student-athletes and specifically our baseball players. So we're just fortunate to, to give him some honor.
0: And, Chanda, you look at uh, it's been a good start to the baseball season, right?
9: Yeah, baseball's off to a good start. Um, right now, I, I believe, if I'm not cor- incorrect, they've only lost it twice, and both of those times were to a Georgia school. Um I was talking to Coach Wiggs the other day, you know, as much as it is great to have uh, like a season last year where I think they, they started off, I, I can't remember, 33-0 and or, or, you know, some crazy number like that, really the important thing in any sport is to be playing well at tournament time. And mm-hmm. so as the guys and him figure out uh, who they can count on for different things and, and you know, uh, who's the Friday night starter, you know, all that kind of stuff for baseball. Um, and they have time to figure it out, but it's nice to see them playing well early as well.
0: Well, I appreciate you coming on. And next, I'm going to get Harry Tholen here, the man. So uh, yeah. I, I appreciate you doing this, and it's good to talk to you. And we're going to talk to Harry. I appreciate your time.
9: All right. Thank you, Steve. You have got chance
0: to Thank you. All right. Now let's bring in the man who will have his name on the field at Santa Fe College Baseball, their longtime coach. Harry Tholen. Harry, how in the heck are you, my friend?
8: I am doing well, Steve. I can remember way back when, when you were a young coach in Newberry, and you asked me to come on out to work with some of your players, and I still remember that.
0: I remember that too, Harry, and I've always been appreciative because you always did things like that for a lot of different people. Um, When did you first get uh, notified of this, and when you were notified of it, what was your reaction?
8: Well, about two weeks ago, at be uh, at one of the restaurants here in town, and I was shocked. I I had no idea this was coming. Nah, I, I I guess I was just speechless. I had no idea. Chanda and Johnny both uh, sat down with me at lunch and said, "This is what we're going to do." So that's how I found out.
0: Interesting. Um, what are your memories of coaching there? At Santa Fe? Yes.
8: Oh, boy, I have so many fond memories. Uh, personally, getting a chance to coach my own son, uh, Jeff. Also, uh, his older brother, Eric, may he rest in peace, was our manager. Uh, dealing with so many good local players. And being watching them grow up become men in all different types of uh, occupations today, everything from medicine to uh, military to teachers uh to major league baseball players minor league baseball players y- you name it
0: larry tyree wanted me to ask you who your favorite ad was <laughs>
8: <laughs> oh gosh i know i'm going to get killed on the golf course if I don't it's obviously it's larry <laughs>
0: yeah he, he just emailed in so I, I i said i would do that for him um you know, I think the wonderful thing, Harry, is that it's alumni day, too, and hopefully a lot of your former players uh, will come back. Uh, th- that to me, I mean, wins and losses are great, but, you know, mentoring young people, watching athletes and, and players grow, that, isn't that what coaching's all about?
8: That's what it's all about. When I first started coaching, you were a teacher coach, and today there's, you're just a coach. I'm not saying just a coach. But every job I had up until 1995, I taught classes and then I coached, and then from 95 on, I became strictly a coach.
0: Does the coaching ever get? I know Wigsy was here, and he said that you, you know, you still help out. On the, does the coaching ever leave you?
8: Well, for me, it hasn't because I'm. I just turned 80, uh, and I can remember my very first in 1968. I my I got hired at Illinois State as an assistant because they weren't paying anything, and my head coach took me to an ABCA national convention. Fifty two years later, I am still attending those conventions each year, and they keep learning baseball.
0: That's just incredible. Um, l- let me close with this, Harry. Um, you know, throughout your great career, you've mentored a lot of people. What's the what was the best thing about being a coach for you
8: best thing was helping young people to help help them find a way in life and uh, to uh you know it, it was great you know obviously i'm in the njca hall of fame and the abca but that's only because i've been around so many good people who've helped guide me and so that i could help young people be the best that they could be
0: You did it well, my friend. This is an honor that's richly deserved. Again, this is going to be Saturday where they're going to name the field uh, at Santa Fe College after longtime baseball coach Harry Tholen. I hope I get a chance to stop by and see you, Harry. Uh, But thank you for letting everybody know about this and uh, enjoy the day, enjoy the time. I'm sure you'll see a lot of your former players. So congratulations, my friend. Richly deserved.
8: Thank you, Steve, and the best to you.
0: You got it, Harry. Thank you. I'm glad he told the story he told, because if he didn't, I was going to tell it. I was coaching at Newberry, and I called Harry, and I asked him to come out and and help teach some of my players, and he, without question, said, sure, what time, when? I never forgot that, and I've known him a long time, and uh, it's just a pleasure uh, to, to have been associated with a class guy like that, and, as I said earlier, it's an honor that's richly deserved. 1227 Time Check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
2: Cloaked in orange and blue and fortified on the campus of the University of Florida, you are listening to ESPN, 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
0: Sick and tired of achy joints? Dread the idea of surgery? You need to call QC Kinetics today. Hey, it's Steve Russell. The state of healthcare is always changing. The old ideas like steroids and surgery are no longer your only options. Regenerative medicine at QC Kinetics is transforming lives with innovative, non-surgical, drug-free treatments that deliver lasting results. Knee pain? Back pain? Shoulder pain? From arthritis or injury? Don't let this pain keep you from living your best life. QC Kinetics advanced state of the art treatments harness and direct your body's natural ability to restore and repair damaged joint tissue. This is a revolutionary approach that can get you long term relief with no downtime. Make 2024 the year you reclaim your mobility, reclaim your independence, walk and run and play and live without the danger and trauma of surgery and without harmful drugs. Call QC Kinetics now with clinics in Gainesville, Ocala, and the villages 352 400. Forty-five fifty. That's 352 qc kinetics
4: Letitronics World help you simplify your life at home. The professionals at EW can custom design, install, and program a URC total control automation and control system to put the operation of video, audio, locks, lighting, custom shades, thermostat, and more at your fingertips. You'll also be able to monitor your surveillance cameras in just one app. Take control of your life at home with a little assistance from Electronics World. Online at ElectronicsWorld.net.
3: Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well
2: From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update.
6: Scatter showers and thunderstorms are around this afternoon before tapering off through the evening. Overnight, skies will clear. Lows into the low 50s. Tuesday, looking sunny, breezy, and cooler. Highs will be in the mid-60s. Tomorrow night, mostly clear, colder. Lows will be around 40. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist William Maxim. It's a
10: bird. It's a it's the, the, the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. Yeah. It felt like he did have to manage almost every single series of downs. What can I get here? And even last night, I mean, he did throw the pick. San Francisco didn't cash in, and even there was no running game. And then Mahomes strategically picks his spots where he kills you when he's running.
2: The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes, and you. Weekday mornings at nine, right here on WRUF. Southern Sports Today with Chuck Oliver, weekdays at 2, right here on ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues here on ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app.
0: Day full of interviews today uh, because there's lots of high school girls and boys basketball regionals that are going on. We're going to start by talking to P.K. Young's girls basketball coach, Willie Powers, as uh, in the regional quarters, P.K. will take on Bradford. Willie, welcome. Uh, Let's go back to our conversation last week. You said, you know, strength of schedule, all that, you know, get you in here. Uh look back at your last game. What'd you see, what'd you like, getting to this point?
11: Well, I mean last one was a rough one. We got down twenty five in the first half, but you know, the girls didn't get too high, didn't get too low and fought back and got it down to five at half. So um very impressed with, with the you know the, the toughness and the grit and not pointing fingers and you know, just trying to fight back. Um so but the strength of schedule definitely helped us with us being a four seed um in the region so i was very happy for them
0: you mentioned having to play a lot of jv kids because some of your starters were hurt do you get anybody back as you get ready for bradford
11: well um we did get one back and then we got one that's going to probably be out tomorrow so well two might be out tomorrow so we won't know that's a you know thing that we'll, we'll know probably around game time but i mean we've just been piecing it together and everybody's been trying to pull their load so you know I can't. I can't say anything but great things about these young ladies and what they've been through and what they fought through during this year.
0: Has this been an unusual injury year for you, Willie?
11: Well, it has been, but you do understand when you're playing kids, twenty nine to thirty minutes a game. You know, yeah, at a hot pace, it's 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 taxing, and you know some you know things happen. But I mean, like I said, you know, we're just trying to piece it together and fight and get ready for you know Bradford again.
0: Tell me about Bradford. Uh,
11: very. I mean, we have problems with every time we play them. I mean, they have some athletes who can put the ball in the basket and they're well-coached. So, you know, we'll see. We'll, you know, see what we got when we toss it up and, you know, try to fight to the end.
0: Um, from a style of play standpoint, what does Bradford bring to the table?
11: Uh, very scrappy. Um, get down the court. Hit some. Hit a lot of three balls. Um has a pretty good guard, about six foot guard who um, causes us a lot of problems every game.
0: Defensively, have you been pleased with your team despite, you know, the injuries and having to, you know, shuffle people in and out?
11: Yeah, our defense has definitely, you know, carried us. Like I said, you know, when we played Trinity Cap; they just hit shots that, you know, my gosh, we defended them, they just hit shots and we didn't make many shots. So, but defensively got us back into that game and, you know, hopefully, you know, bringing up some of the young girls and get them up to speed and know what we're doing. And that's been a little tough. But, you know, like I said, everybody else has been trying to fill in those gaps.
0: Let me end with this. You've done this a long time. You've had a lot of teams, have a lot of success. And does that resonate with new teams, Willie, that there's a tradition there, you know, that you've, you've played good basketball? Do, do the current kids sort of get that? Some of them
11: do, but some of them don't get what it takes to get to that success level. um They think that oh, I play at pK young, we're gonna be successful um and forget that it took a lot of hard work on the ground when nobody is looking um to get where we're at. so you know we're trying to embed that into the new group. they get back to the you know with the old group who worked you know tirelessly on their game to get better, so hopefully that you know you know making this run with a bunch of young girls to see you know, what it takes to get to that next level, you know, will they put in the work in the summer.
0: Okay. Again, it's going to be the regional quarters for Willie's team tomorrow as they take on Bradford. Always appreciate your time, Willie. Thank you for doing it.
11: Uh, thanks for supporting got, basketball. Yep.
0: Thank you, uh, Willie. Willie Powers done a nice job uh, over there at uh, PK Young. All right. For a little bit here, uh, we still have uh, some time for phone calls. we got a lot of interviews coming up, though. 392-8255, and you can email uh, srussell at wruf.com. Um, we hope to uh, – oh, by the way, congratulations to a uh, couple of Gators who have received NFL Combine invites, and you could probably guess who they are, Kingsley Agakwin and Ricky Pearsall. Um, that will happen February 26th through March 4th in Indianapolis, and of course, the NFL Network does a great job in uh, covering that all the time. Uh, let's see. I did get a couple of emails here uh, before the show. Um, Bill wanted to know: um, Does he think? Do I think that um, DJ Lagwood got a chance to play early? I think that'll depend on two things, actually three things. One, you can be five-star this and five-star that, but can you play at this level? That's number one. Okay. Does Billy Napier and his staff feel as if as a freshman he's ready? The thing I equate this to, and I'm not suggesting the starting quarterback here is Tim Tebow or Chris Leak, but it is very similar, right, in that Chris Leak with a – Terrific talent in Tim Tebow. Urban Meyer found a way to incorporate him into the offense. If Lagway is that kind of quarterback, then A, do you fit him in? How do you fit him in? And then B, you got to make sure your starting quarterback's okay with that, right? They they got to coexist. You don't want friction there to you know split a team down the middle. So I think if you get all of that straightened out, then yes, I, I think there's certainly a chance. Todd says, for me, Saturday's game, the most complete game I've seen this year for Gator basketball, uh, created what they needed to, not forcing shots, made some mid-range jumpers to help open up threes and points in the paint, move them without the ball, defense, great rotation and help, challenged shots, even with all this, the most important to me was they closed out the last five minutes of both periods, hopefully they keep it rolling tonight against LSU. Well, much, is, much, much was made of Florida kind of shutting it off, you know, late in the game, but again, the, the game was won at that point. You, you, you got to play the clock to a certain extent. Now, you can't, you know, let it control everything that you do, but certainly you have to understand what the score is and, you know, go from there. Uh, okay. A couple of more emails here. Ken says, Steve loved the show. Thanks for the interviews. He said, I really enjoy those, I learn a lot. When I hear you speak to people, uh, are you going to have Kevin O'Sullivan on? Yeah, I hope later today. Uh, and you'll be able to see the interview on TV20 as well. So you can hear it today, see it there. Uh, and then week one in the SEC, there's not great competition. Ole Miss, though, I'm jealous. You know why? They're playing Hawaii. Yeah, a nice way to open the year. Uh, Tennessee, though, is playing Texas Tech at the uh, college baseball showdown in Arlington. That's probably the best matchup in terms of, you know, ranked, ranked, all of that. Saturday, uh, they will also play, I believe, Oklahoma. And then Sunday, they play Baylor. So that's a, that's a pretty good that, – that's a tournament setting. Um, but South Carolina's hosting Miami of Ohio. Eastern Kentucky is at Auburn. Uh, Kentucky is at USC Upstate. Central Arkansas is at LSU. Manhattan is at Alabama. James Madison in Arkansas. You get the idea, right? It isn't like you're getting powerhouses early on in the year. Uh, and by the way, we hope to have St. John's coach on with us uh, tomorrow. So give you a quick update on the Johnnies who are coming here, uh, this weekend. All right. I got guests, but I still are going to have some time between the guests to take your calls. So you want to talk hoops or whatever else? Three, nine, two, eight, two, five, five. And again, you can email the show, uh, S Russell at W R U F. Dot com. If all goes, Oh, let me tell you real quickly. Uh, today they had an sec, conference call with Paul Guier, who is uh, one of the SEC umpire honchos, and I didn't get to hear it all, but I jotted down some things uh, which are going to be interesting, I think. One has to do with bat flips and the celebration where you bring out the prop, you know, that's going to be curtailed. Uh, the bat flip, the punishment is going to be subjective to the umpire. Uh, could issue just a warning. You know, hey, I flipped the bat. Okay, a warning. Or if it's egregious and the umpire thinks it's being done, you know, pointing to the, it could be either an, uh, an ejection or a suspension for the player that does it. Interesting. Um, the celebratory prop right guess who gets punished let's say thomas is at the plate he hits a home run and he comes and out of the dugout i come with a chain or a mask or whatever the heck the celebratory prop is i get punished the, the player who brings out the prop on the field is the one who would get punished so, again, I think you got to keep it in. The, the point they're trying to make is keep it in the dugout. You want to celebrate in there with a chain or a, a gator head or whatever you want to do, fine, but it's got to be done in the dugout. And somebody asked about the, how they do the replays in Birmingham. Uh, there's two replay officials and a supervisor that are in Birmingham for the replay, and Paul says it's pretty much like MLB does it. They they kind of mimic the replay of how MLB does it. So it was pretty interesting. I'll give you some more of that uh, as we go along here. 12.43, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
2: Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
12: Good afternoon, I'm Liana Handler. High school basketball teams across Florida are competing in the regional playoffs. The Newberry girls' team travels to Madison County on Wednesday night for their Class 1A regional semifinals at 7, and in the Class 1A boys' regional semifinals, Trenton visits Chiefland for their game Thursday night at 7. The Orlando Magic square up against City Thunder tonight at 7.30. In Gators sports, the softball team is in Jacksonville for their game against Jacksonville University. Coverage starts here tonight at 5.45. The Gators men's basketball team plays LSU here at the O'Connell Center. Coverage on 103.7 The Gators starts tonight at 7.30. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Liana Handler.
2: ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF.
12: Anytime
0: you can help at-risk youth, it's a good thing. And the Roto-Heaver Boys Ranch in Palatka has been doing that for quite a while. But they need your help because what they do is, in securing a great home for these at-risk young boys who come from difficult home environments. They teach them real-life skills. And one of the ways they do it is through automobile repair and reselling. But obviously to do that, they need vehicles. This is where you come in. If you have an unused or unwanted vehicle, it could be a car, a boat, an RV, a motorcycle, just about any kind of vehicle, they can take it from you. Your donation is tax deductible. These kids will fix them. They will resell them. This is how they learn real life skills. So whatever you can do to help the Rodeaver Boys Ranch, and as far as giving a vehicle up, they will take it off your hands. To find out more, Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org.
3: Tech City wants you to join in the fun. Okito Tech City Fun Fest is happening Saturday, February 24th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. at San Felasco Tech City in Alachua. This free family event will feature over 75 vendors, games, music, food, and raffles, including a $1,000 scholarship to an Alachua County teacher for school supplies. Grab the family and head out to the grand opening of Okito's new Alachua location in celebration for the great businesses that make up our community. Okito Tech City Fun Fest, free fun for all.
7: Hi there, this is Coach Steve Spurrier, and I want to let you know that Spurrier's Gridiron Grills delicious brunch is now served in a premium buffet, and we're now serving Gainesville's only elevated buffet, complete with an omelet station, ginger sage chicken sausage, shredded short rib, and of course, our chicken and waffles. Plus, you can enjoy bottomless, mimosas and Bloody Marys. So join us every Saturday and Sunday from 11 to 3 for the best brunch in town.
1: Hi, I'm Zach Weiss, a senior at the University of Florida, asking you to stand up and holler, Gator Nation. Giving Day for UF is happening Thursday, February 15th. That means you can support your favorite radio station, ESPN 98, 1FM 850 AM WRUF, at the UF College of Journalism and Communications by making a donation online. Visit givingday.ufl.edu and support the radio home for the Gators. Thanks, and go Gators!
13: Hi, this is Dr. Luis Rodriguez of Exceptional Dentistry. Here, what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry.
6: Everybody's friendly. You know, you walk into some places and you can tell who's having a bad day, not here. everybody's having a good day every day. Expect the unexpected. I thought I had the worst dental problems that anyone could have. Not so. Uh, Once once we got into the procedures and and he explained everything that was going to be done, my problems seemed few. If you have any type of hang-ups or fears, anxiety about going to the dentist, which most people probably do, I can assure you, especially from my experience, that they'll relax you enough to where you, you don't have those fears and anxieties and that's been the greatest part of, of being here and that's why I continue to stay here.
13: This is Dr. Luis Rodriguez and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com That's ExceptionalDentistry.com
2: The Dan Patrick Show, weekday mornings at 9 right here on ESPN 981 FM 850 AM WRUF and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app.
3: This is Gatorhead football coach Billy Napier, and you're
14: listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8:50 a.m. WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the
13: WRUF
0: radio app. All right, we continue with our talk in girls and boys basketball playoffs going on now in girls basketball we're going to talk to newberry's coach damian hughes coach correct me if i'm wrong uh regional semi at madison county coming up uh tomorrow correct
13: that is correct sir all right that's correct
0: good to have you damian welcome and thank you for doing this uh all right if you got it if somebody uh has not seen your team play uh, tell us about your team to this point, what you've seen, and what's gone right, because obviously you're in the playoffs here.
13: <laughs> well, you know, if, if, if no one's seen my team, that, that's okay. But, um, you know, the, the, the thing that's been going right is, you know, we, we've been playing together as a team here at the end of the season. Um, you know, we didn't quite reach our goal to win a district championship. But as I told my team that, you know, we've done enough to sustain another opportunity to play in this game on Wednesday. Um, I, I, our team is a great defensive team. Um we a great we're a great perimeter shooting team as well.
0: Um you know, sometimes when you play a regular season, if you're if you go into the postseason, a coach would say, Okay, we're zero and zero now, or we're gonna build upon what we did in the regular season. What's your approach to that?
13: No, my approach is zero zero because what you've done in, in the regular season doesn't really matter right now. At this point I tell my team is this there's two things that are gonna happen. You win, you advance, you lose, you go home. So at that point, what we say is this, everybody has got to do their job in order to advance, to keep playing.
0: Where do you think your team's improved the most from the start of the year to now?
13: I would say, you know, leadership. You know what I mean? Because, um, you know, thinking about last year's team, I had a whole lot of seniors. And this year I only have three. So I have a lot of young players. But I think, you know, towards the, towards the end of the season, they kind of, you know, start to start to, 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 to uh, gel together.
0: You know, sometimes when you coach at a program and you've got sustained success, especially in a small town where, you know, the kids know growing up, hey, Newberry Girls Basketball is good or Newberry Football is good or whatever, does that resonate with the younger players? Do they know, you know, what's going on uh, with, with teams before them?
13: You know, I think they do because, you know, like, like you said, it's a small town. So, of course, we have our middle school, Oak View, and a lot of those kids come over. And I even actually I invite them to come over So at one point or at, at one time, and I tell them, you're gonna, you going to be here at one point. So why not come out now and find out, you know, how the program is, things that we do, so when you get your time, and then
0: you can submit your own legacy. Tell me about Madison County.
13: Um, you know, hey, you know, they're a team that's 20-4. That's um, which I think that's that's pretty good on paper. Um, you know, they're very athletic. Um, they seem to be fast on tape, what I looked at. Um, so to me, for us to be victorious, everybody has to do their part. Um, and if to me, if we can play fast, rebound, we should be victorious.
0: You know, sometimes a coach, and I think it's a combination of both, Damian, but you, know, you look at another team on tape and you say, okay, we see what they do. We have to do this. But sometimes it's all about what you do. If you do things right with what you do, you're victorious. Is that a big part of this too?
13: Yes, sir. You know what I mean? So that's what I said earlier. You know, as as long as we do our part, I think we'll be fine. Because, I mean, I, I don't know really what they do. Like you said, I've seen what they've done on tape. But like you said too – when you actually play the game and see how teams play, that, that's sometimes different. So that's why you play the game.
0: I, I think I heard you say, I'll, I'll end with this, Coach, where it is, is defense sort of the calling card of this team? What would, if there's a calling card to it, what would it be?
13: It would be defense. Yes, sir, defense.
0: Is that coming from the head coach and what he does too? <laughs> oh, yeah.
13: Uh, yeah listen. <laughs> Everything is defense because, I listen, to me, every team should be an image of, of their head coach. I love defense.
0: Okay. Uh, Newberry is going to be taking on Madison County in a uh, Class 1A regional semifinal tomorrow. Coach, I wish you luck, and I appreciate you taking the time to do this.
13: All right. Thank you so much,
0: Steve. You got it, Coach. Thank you. He's done a good job over at Newberry. Uh, Damian Hughes joining us here. Uh, next hour, if everything uh, goes correct, let me tell you what happened the other day, and I'm not afraid to say this. Sometimes... There's no way you can get every coach on. There's just no way. In doing this all these years, you become friends with coaches, and you know that when you get to know them, you ask them to come on the show, and they're gracious enough to do it. Um, Got a call from Williston the other day, calling me out. They didn't have Williston's coaches on, and their basketball team, their boys, are state champions, and their girls team is really good too. Uh, Well, guess what? Their coach is coming out, top of the hour. Uh, So Coach Irvin will be here. And then Cornelius Ingram will be here to talk about his Hawthorne team. And I hope you'll hear from Gator baseball coach Kevin O'Sullivan as the Gators get set to take on St. John's this weekend. So uh, that's all going to be coming up in hour number two. And in the meantime, we got about uh, five minutes here. So hopefully you can call us up. Talk a little sports, 392-8255, and uh, you can email uh, srussell at wruf.com. Quickly, uh, some of the other things that I heard on the SEC uh, umpire's call today, uh, let's see here, you get a uh, you get three 30-second offensive conferences per game, and they're making a change this year. You know the two minutes and 30 seconds on the pitching changes? It used to be where you could only throw, I think it was eight pitches. Well, now in that time frame, it has to be within that time frame, but you can now uh, throw as many pitches as you want, as long as it is in the uh two-and-a-half-minute time frame. Thomas, let me ask you this replays right in other words there's a play at second base and they go to the replay what do you think the percentage is of the replays that stand versus the replays that are overturned like 60 to 40 or so on. first give me the the ones that stand versus one that are overturned
5: I think it's about 65 percent stand by 35 get overturned or at least that's kind of how I feel.
0: That's what I'm saying. You're close. Very good. You're very close, Thomas. Last year, 78% the call stood, only 22% the call was overturned. But look, depending on the game and depending on what the situation is, uh you got to play percentages. But it was interesting that when they compiled all that number, it was uh 78 and uh 22 so, uh, pretty interesting. Uh, okay. Uh, Paul says, uh, uh, I can't read. The, okay. He wants to know basically, um, did, did Kevin O'Sullivan get a contract extension? Yes, he did. Uh, well deserved, by the way. Uh, and smart to lock him up for more time here. Peyton. This past Super Bowl, the most watched TV event in history. Yep, beating out the moon landing. Since every time people say they aren't watching anymore, uh, 100,000 people are there to replace them. NASCAR and baseball seem to have similar fluctuations. Well, the only thing is, with baseball and NASCAR, their viewership seems to be down, especially NASCAR. But yeah, can you imagine the most watched television event in history? was Super Bowl 58 and why because you had first of all the Super Bowl has become a thing you know in and of itself and I think you had two teams where and this has not always been the case in my opinion in the Super Bowl where you felt each team could win so that makes for good viewing right if you think if Thomas thinks San Francisco can win and I think Kansas City can win we're going to watch but if you get to a Super Bowl and it's a 13 point mean, it's rare but eh, I'm not going to watch because that team's going to win so I get it but uh, that's pretty cool Patrick says if DJ plays hope they let him throw the ball Um, well again I think you have to look into what he can do what what do you have what package do you have for him uh, and I would imagine that you would have him be able to throw the football, but what patterns are he, is he comfortable with? That's part of this too. Shane Matthews taught me this when I was coaching football. You can draw up the best play in the world, but if your quarterback can't run it, it ain't any good. He's right. He's right. Uh, Andrew, a number of efficiency ratings online. Um you're talking about uh, hockey, and, uh, Andrew, I don't know, this would not be something that, you know, I think it's about hockey. Uh, no, it's about basketball. Okay, I'll get to that in a minute. Williams says, over under two and a half games before Jeff had to eject somebody for a bat flip, incredibly stupid to give umpires the discretion to hand out punishment for these plays. You wonder what idiots come up with this, just what we need umpires with more power. Well, William, I could go back and flip that around. Why do you need to do a bat flip in the first place? Why? Act like you've been there. Okay? Hit a home run, drop your bat, go around the bases. Right? Now, does it mean you can't – it's going to be subjective, but I would hope and what I've been told is that it really has to be egregious where it's just so obvious – the bat's in the air. Could it cause harm to somebody? That's what I've been told, that it has to be something very egregious for an umpire to call that. I hope that's the case. Hour 2 coming up, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF.
5: QC Kinetics patient Robert Patterson, a veteran and business owner, struggled at work and in the gym with chronic, agonizing shoulder pain. Those injuries just continue to nag, and if you don't treat them, they just get worse. And I just kind of abused my body for a long time, and it finally had said enough is enough. That's okay, because QC Kinetics tells your pain, hey, enough is enough. Their regenerative treatments bring you relief by helping restore and repair damaged tissue with no drugs, no downtime, and best of all, no surgery.
3: I was able able to exceed the goals that
5: I had previously attained in the gym, it was absolutely worth its weight in gold so I could continue to live life without limitation. Ready to get lasting relief from your joint pain? Call QC Kinetics to learn more about how natural biologic treatments can get you lasting
3: results. Call now. It's a free consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. Now with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages. 352-400-4550. Man, it is a
5: beautiful day to fish. Here's your life jacket. You know I can swim, right? So could a lot of people who died falling overboard. Come on, I'm not a kid. Fatalities are often men over 30. It's too hot to wear one. These new ones are they compl- <sighs> There, happy? Ooh, I got one!
3: Glad you wore the life jacket. Okay, yes. Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission reminds you to wear your life jacket. Visit wearitflorida.com.
6: Wear it, Florida.
9: I was in a car accident that ultimately resulted in the death of my best friend. I initially contacted another law firm, and I thought I was confident in that decision. As time went on, I was at a loss. I eventually reached out to Meldon Law from a family friend who knows Carrie himself, and I gave him a call, and they completely changed everything
6: for me. If we can help you, give us a call at 1-800-373-8000 at Meldon Law. We won't back down.
2: Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN one FM and 850 AM WRUF.
0: Welcome into hour two of Sports Scene. Thomas, go ahead and turn me down there. Thank you. Uh, as we talk to you here on a Tuesday, Thomas is our producer today. Uh, in the first hour, Uh, By the way, you can go back and listen to any of our shows online. Uh, Gator softball coach Tim Walton here, longtime Santa Fe college baseball coach Harry Tholen here. They're going to name the field at Santa Fe after him this coming Saturday, uh, and that's really a cool honor. We hope to have Gator baseball coach Kevin O'Sullivan here later, Uh, but now we're going to continue our talks with uh, some high school basketball coaches in the area and um Williston Williston boys coming off a state championship they're back at it again and uh Williston is going to be in a class 1a regional semifinal their coach Jim Irvin joins us now for the first time Jim I told that welcome I told the story about somebody from Williston calling me and said get coach on so I, (laughs) I appreciate you doing this thank you
15: yeah I appreciate you having us on
0: Coach, uh, for those who don't know about your program and what you've accomplished, which has been quite a bit, uh, you know, let folks know what's happened over in Williston.
15: Well, to start with, you I know, uh, took the job four years ago uh, for one reason, to come back to uh, Williston where, where my family uh, lives, basically. My kids uh, graduated high school from, and I uh, just wanted to come back and change things here and try to build a winning program, not only uh, on the court but off the court, you know, mentor young men. And that's kind of what we've done, and it's paid off so far.
0: Uh, was that? It seems the process was fairly easy and took a, you know, not a lot, not a lot of time. Am I exaggerating that? Did it did it take a lot of time to build this?
15: Well, it's according to what people talk about time. Um, our programs probably 280 days out of the year were in the gymnasium, whether it's season or off season. So, uh, you know, a lot of a lot of programs go three months a year. Maybe they'll do a little bit in the spring, but we played. Uh, average about in the four years we average about 60 games during the summer alone so uh, I I think in four years we put a lot of time in here to be honest with you just with the work we've done
0: I'm going to try to get to know you personally here as I'm doing this coach what if 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 somebody said to you what's your coaching style how would you answer that
15: the strength of my kids I'm very versatile we're going to play a lot of man-to-man defense and then offense we're just going to you know, coach the strength of our kids, and uh, it's all going to be about one instead of individuals. Our kids have bought into that system that it's not really about themselves. It's about the team. And um, at the end of the day, that you know, if we win as a team, we'll get, we'll get a lot more out of it. It'll carry on into life situations for us also.
0: When you live in a small community, um, I, I think kids who are playing middle school, you know, see what you have done at the varsity level. Does that help interest there? Does that get those kids started playing basketball at an earlier age because of the success you're having now?
15: Well, well of course it does. You know, and we have a great feeder system here. We have an AU program that supports our high school, and then our middle school program has lost, I think, one game in three years. So our middle school program is a, uh, you know, a program. It's an outstanding program also, which is connected with us. Luckily, it's all one program. Um, but you know it says a lot about our community, the support we get from them and and what the kids want to do to be successful in the in the game of basketball.
0: Tell me about uh, your regional game coming up
15: well, you know, playing hockey out of uh, obviously down south um, you know they're a district champion down there, um really a football school, not a basketball school so uh, you know we're looking forward to that game um you know it 's just just one step at a time um, you know our ultimate goal coming into this season was to win a state title so regionals is something you have to do to get to the state title so we're looking forward to it uh
0: can you compare and contrast if there is anything like this last year's group with this year's group
15: well i'd say one thing we've grown uh as a team this year more of a, a brotherhood than last year's i think it was a uh mixture of kids just maturing as far as talent level uh, i think we're more talented for one reason we're more mature this year than we were last year. As young men uh, they hit the weight room hard um, you know Vertimax and and everything so you know there's not much in difference in the two teams they're both hungry uh, they both wanted a state title and had the kids in the beginning of the summer um, the first year we won it said you know the only reason we're playing is to win a state title and that's kind of what this group said we're, we're going back after a state title again
0: what is the uh, st- student body like? Uh, you know, faculty, all that. Is th- does the school get behind this group?
15: Yes, it's outstanding. If uh, you know, if you ever come out to a Williston High School game, it's usually sold out. Uh, we have a pep band that plays part of the part of the home games. Uh, it's quite the atmosphere. I'm from Indiana originally. Played high school and college basketball in, the, in, Central, in uh, Indianapolis, Indiana. So when I came to Florida, it was like, uh, is this is this real basketball? You know, no one in the gym, small gymnasiums. Uh, now at Williston, you you would think you're racking Indiana to a basketball game where it's sold out, people waiting outside the doors. So it says the volumes about our our uh, administrators, our student body, and just the community in general.
0: I'm just going to say too, besides the I'll end with, besides the student body, has the community got? I think you kind of answered it, but I would imagine the community's gotten behind you well too.
15: Yes, they have. You know, you know. Obviously, when we won it last year, we you know we get parades, you know, yeah, parties, yeah. Uh, everything going on in the community. If you drive through the town right now, the local car wash, which it's not, it's a small community, it already says something about us going back to the state tournament um, this year. You know, they're uh, they have high hopes for us this year again. So uh, great, great support out of this community.
0: Well, let's hope we can do it again, coach. And it starts uh, as Williston will take on Pahoki. Thank you for doing this, and hopefully as you keep with him, we'll get you back, and I, t- I appreciate you taking the time to do this.
15: Yes, sir. Thank you.
0: You got it, Jim. Thank you. Jim Irvin, he is the coach at Williston, so now he's been on. And we hope to have the girls coach on, too, because they also are in postseason play. Uh, okay, we'll open phone lines here, 392-8255, and uh, you can email srussell at wruf.com. We'll have one open segment uh, now, and then Cornelius Ingram will come on, and then Kevin O'Sullivan, and then we will uh, end uh, the day with that. So, uh, we'd like to have you call in. Uh, it's interesting. I hope that I'm wrong in this, but I hope there's going to be the same uh, buzz with Gator Men's basketball as there was for Auburn. Because this is an important game. I hope people understand that. You know, if you beat Auburn and you lose this one, eh, you know? So, Patrick, uh, he says, if DJ plays, hope they let him throw the ball. He said, how many stars are you? In football? As a quarterback? They actually had me play quarterback my sophomore year in high school because I could pitch. I had a pretty good arm. Uh, And I did not appreciate that at all. I was a fullback and a linebacker, and I liked running over people, and I didn't want to be a quarterback. But I did it. So not many stars, Patrick. He says, who's your favorite Beetle?" I don't really have one. They're all cool in their own right. Can you imagine, though? I think it was last week. I think it was last week. 60 years since being on Ed Sullivan. 60. And McCartney and Ringo still around. But how about that? 60 years. And I can remember... Watching that at my cousin's house when I was little. But I remembered it. Pretty cool. Uh, Okay. This is why I get guests. Because we're in this lull period here. uh, Because we haven't seen baseball play yet. We haven't seen softball play at home yet. Um, But we're getting there. We'll talk to Bernard, though. Bernard, hello. Hello.
16: Steve, uh, how you doing, Steve? Question myself. I'm about I'm about a hundred stars. Okay, Bernard, <laughs> you not enough stars to contain me. The crap with that. I was listening. I remember when I got called you, Steve, from Wilson. It was nice for you to uh, have that guy. Did I hear them say? Did they win the state last year? Yes. And they're going for bite to bite Yep. Wow. So, Steve, I agree with you. Uh, Seems like our sports program football and basketball and we've been on strip for a while and what i mean that the games that we we there's some games on the schedule that we should be able to put down as Ws, like the arkansas football game that got away from it. this is gators need to get get back on strip this is a basketball game that we we need to win it is very important we we can't uh and I know some people. You need to get some tums or some pepno bismol for your stomach. Cause we, we we you know it's not been uh, a lot of things where we can say, hey, that's a gimme win. But we definitely need to get this victory and stuff. So see, one guy that got called and asked you about you got the Williston. Somebody may call you and say, hey, can you fire everybody in UAA? And see how much power you got, you know. I'm normally on the message board, and I see what the Gator fans are saying. But that's it. The basketball team, I think we need to uh, definitely, Steve, take care of business. When you look at the records coming in, LSU is a game that the Gators should be to get and, and, and add another W in the winning column toward the goal of trying to make the NCAA tournament. Steve, you have a great day. Take care.
0: Bernard, thank you. Appreciate your call. 3928255. You can email uh srussell at wruf.com. Art has got two questions. Is what's it going to take uh, for the Gator Basketball team uh to be ranked? You know what? I don't put anything into that anymore. Because I'm not saying it doesn't matter. It it does, right? But let's face it. Getting to the NCAA tournament is most important thing. It's just that simple. And if you look at every bracketology that I've seen, Florida's in. So, you know, ranked, I'm not saying it doesn't matter. It does. But my most important thing is, are you in the tournament? And in the SEC, you've got five teams Ranked. Is Florida as good as Kentucky or Alabama or Auburn or Tennessee, South Carolina? Well, let's see. Split with Kentucky. They're going to play Alabama soon, beat Auburn, and then we all – so, I mean, I get it. And then he thinks, are the Marlins an embarrassment to MLB after making the playoffs? They didn't really spend any money. I mean, look, I don't know what the Marlins farm system is, Art. But, yeah, on the surface of it, you would think they would build on this. But, again, they've not really been big spenders. Uh, They used a lot of young talent last year to make the playoffs. Uh, I don't think they're a playoff team this year, however. 115, time check brought to you by Hayes Jittery, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
2: Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF.
12: Good afternoon, I'm Liana Handler. High school basketball teams across Florida are competing in their regional playoffs. The Wilson girls travel to Trenton on Wednesday night for their Class 1A regional semifinals at 7, and in the Class 1A boys' regional semifinals, Fort White visits Hawthorne for their game Thursday night at 7. The Lightning play the Bruins tonight at TD Garden. The game starts at 7. In Gator sports, the softball team is in Jacksonville for their game against Jacksonville University. Coverage starts here tonight at 5.45. The Gators men's basketball team plays LSU here at the O'Connell Center. Coverage on 103.7 the Gators, starts tonight at 7.30. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Liana Handler.
2: ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF.
0: It wasn't long ago. I stopped by to see the Cousins family at Southeast Car Agency. I do that every once in a while because I thank them for being a sponsor. And, you know, I've gotten to know them over the years. And I noticed something that I hadn't noticed before. And I don't know why I hadn't. One of the people out showing vehicles was one of the Cousins family members themselves, one of the owners. Think about that. Okay. They've got salespeople, but they were busy. And so – He took the time to go out and show somebody who was at the lot what the vehicles were. I was very impressed by that. And that's one of the little things that Southeast Car does to make your car buying experience a good one. Now, once again, they specialize in late model, low mileage vehicles. No new vehicles. If you want one of those, isn't the place to go. But the Cousins family for over 40 years has done this. I've purchased a lot of vehicles from them. They've all been really good for me. I think they'll be the same for you. Check them out online, secars.com, or go see them in person at Northeast 39th Avenue and check out the vehicles for yourself. When you go see them in person, you know what to do. Tell them Sports Scene sent you to Southeast Car Agency.
3: Hey, Bill, is that a new car? Nah, it's my same ride. I just got the dings taken out and repainted. I got it done at Mako in Gainesville. Wow, looks sharp. I thought it was a new car. Honestly, I was shocked at how good it looks. I'd recommend Mako of Gainesville to anyone.
6: Give your car a brand new look. Take it to Mako in Gainesville. Excellent service and a fast turnaround on quality warrantied work. With 0% financing available, visit M-A-A-C-O-Gainesville.com or call 352-371-4251. Mako of Gainesville on Main Street. This year, get your sweetheart a Valentine's memory that will last a lifetime. A singing valentine from the Barber Gators Chorus. Picture a tuxedoed quartet showing up at your sweetheart's office, favorite restaurant, or home. To deliver the most memorable valentine ever, a Barber Gators Chorus Quartet will sing two love songs. Plus, deliver a red rose and a personalized card to your sweetheart on Valentine's Day. Call the Valentine's hotline to schedule your singing valentine anywhere in the Gainesville area with Barber Gators today. 352-358-1131. Or reserve your date at BarberGators.com.
2: Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About
13: Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. In the process, started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. The ugly truth is when you buy a timeshare, you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. I recently helped a couple that had their maintenance fees go from $800 to $3,200 a year. They also received a $4,000 assessment for a hurricane that was over a 1,000 miles away. Sound crazy? The crazy thing is this never ends. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your time share or you'll pay nothing.
3: Call for your free information kit. Call 800-462-3333. That's 800-462-3333. 800-462-3333.
0: Dave Automotive. We get the bugs out of your car. Valentine's Day, the day and month we all think about love. Steve Russell here. Let me tell you something I love, my car, and I really love the fact I can depend on it day in and day out thanks to my friends at Dave Mays Automotive. You see, Dave Mays Automotive is famous for their bug check. That means anytime you take your vehicle in, they go over it from top to bottom looking for anything that might pop up down the road. This way, there's no surprises, and you could love driving your car brakes, tires, oil changes, engine and transmission services, at Dave Mays Automotive, they take care of it all, just like they've been doing since 1975. They're at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive of the Industrial Complex behind the Sunnies on Waldo Road, and online at DaveMaysAutomotive.com. Dave Mays Automotive, they get the bugs out.
5: Dave Mays Automotive, we get the bugs,
2: all of them bugs, out of your car. From the diamond to the dugout, we are your home for Florida Gator baseball. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gator. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell, here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And online at WRUF.com.
0: Mark, I'm going to get right to you. One of the things I'm going to have to do, I think, I've had several people email with the song that's playing over the break and saying, what is that? So starting tomorrow, I'm going to tell you what it is so that you'll know for whatever that's worth. Okay? All right. Let's talk to Mark. Mark, hello.
16: Hey, Steve. How's it going today? Okay. Uh, what's the situation? Can you tell me what situation is now between uh, the Mets and the polar bear? I mean, is Pete Alonzo, he's got a, what's going on with that? Uh,
0: don't know. That's the problem. Um, there's been, as far as I know, I've not looked into that, but I haven't seen much movement in terms of a new contract. Uh, and I think the Mets have a, obviously a decision to make, not just about him, but, you know, where they're going to go. Because they tried big money. You saw where that went nowhere fast nowhere so I think from what I'm told by somebody in the organization this year's sort of a I don't want to put it a bridge year and then 2025 maybe because of the Alonzo situation you know really kind of going forward again but the Mets have never been successful you know throwing a lot of money at people because either a it doesn't work they get hurt it just hasn't worked out that way
16: well, he's still under contract for this year, though, right?
0: Correct, yes.
16: Okay, so next year is his free agency year. Uh, I
0: believe that's correct, yes.
16: Okay, but no movement. Well, I, the Mets are shooting themselves in the foot if they don't re-sign this guy.
0: Well, I think you have to look at it this way. If you don't re-sign him, then who else do you get? Right, if you think money's a... Now, it shouldn't be in New York, but if you think money's a factor or you think that the money he's asking for isn't worth his production, fine. But then who else do you get? Because the bottom line right. is you have to you have to replace. He didn't hit for a great average last year, but that's right, the norm right. now. You know, guys hit 45 homers and bat 230. You know, my generation, you, you, you'd you get kicked out of the league, but now that's okay. So that's right, right. what the marketplace is, and you, you either live with it or don't. All right. Well,
16: we're hoping that the Mets do well this year.
0: Uh, well, uh, you know, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put all the eggs in that basket. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Thanks, Mark. Appreciate it. Uh, by the way, the Oakland A's have hired the first female play-by-play announcer in Major League Baseball history. Jenny Kavner is her name. Uh, I do not know, uh, where she comes from. Um, but she is the daughter of a baseball coach, um, and she's beginning her 18th season as a broadcaster. She was the backup play-by-play announcer for the Rockies television coverage, you know, did the pregame, postgame stuff, uh, became the first female in nearly 25 years to call a game, which she did in 2018, in 2015, first woman to provide analysis on the radio she covered the padres previously so uh cool that's really good and uh of all the of all the uh teams to be involved with it's uh, a team that doesn't even really have, really have a home uh kind of odd but that is the situation uh okay Three nine two eight two five five. You can email srussell at wruf.com. Uh, Jerry Palm has his new bracketology out. We always talk about uh, Lenardi. Uh, he is with cbsports.com and uh, talk about being ranked in the top 25 and all of that. Let me tell you what some of the stuff he's got here. He's got South Carolina as a three seed, Mississippi State as an 11 seed. Ole Miss as a 10 seed, Tennessee as a 2 seed, and the Gators as an 8 seed. Now this is going to change 20 times, but 8-9 in the South Regional, they would play St. Mary's. Auburn is a 5, Alabama is a 3, Kentucky is a 7. His last four in, Texas, Utah, Nebraska, and Colorado, First four out, New Mexico, Cincinnati, Gonzaga, and Memphis. So in Jerry Palm's world, the Gators are in and comfortably in. Um, so that's good. By the way, MLB power rankings, cbssports.com, since he brought up Pete Alonzo. Okay. Who would you think, Thomas? Are you a baseball guy, Thomas? Okay, who would you think preseason would be the number one team? The best power ranking, what team? I want to guess this right.
5: Hmm. Uh, I probably would have said the Dodgers coming into this year.
0: Number two. Braves, number one. Okay, because they were good last year and they retained a lot of that core this year. The top ten, Braves, Dodgers, Astros. Remember, Corbin Burns goes to the Astros. The Orioles. How about that? Three years ago, the Orioles were horrendous. Number four. Okay? Corbin Burns, I think I said to the Astros, Corbin Burns to the Orioles and then Josh Hader uh, to the Astros. The Rangers, number five. Think about this: they get Jacob Degrom back. He was hurt. You imagine that if he's healthy, good God! If Max Scher, now you know Max Scherzer and Jacob Degrom will do well, because when they were the, with the Mets, they didn't. That's the way that works. Yankees at number six. I I, I don't understand that. When you've got all those pitching issues, Nestor Cortez health. Uh, Rodon was terrible, hurt all the time. Phillies at 7. The Rays at 8. How about the Diamondbacks at 9 and the Minnesota Twins at number 10? Who's last? The Athletics. Should be. Um, So for whatever that's worth. 128 time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. We'll talk with Cornelius Ingram next ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
2: If it's happening with the Gator Nation, hear it here first. ESPN 98.1 FM,
0: 850 AM, WRUF. Sick and tired of achy joints? Dread the idea of surgery? You need to call QC Kinetics today. Hey, it's Steve Russell. The state of healthcare is always changing. The old ideas like steroids and surgery are no longer your only options. Regenerative medicine at QC Connects is transforming lives with innovative, non surgical, drug free treatments that deliver lasting results. Knee pain, back pain, shoulder pain, from arthritis or injury, don't let this pain keep you from living your best life. QC Kinetics' advanced, state-of-the-art treatments harness and direct your body's natural ability to restore and repair damaged joint tissue. This is a revolutionary approach that can get you long-term relief with no downtime. Make 2024 the year you reclaim your mobility, reclaim your independence, walk and run and play and live without the danger and trauma of surgery and without harmful drugs. Call QC Kinetics now with clinics in Gainesville, Ocala and the Villages, 352 400 Forty-five fifty. That's 352-400-4550. QC Kinetics. When it comes to
3: moving your stuff, you need to ensure you hire the right people. Gator Hauling & Junk Removal is veteran-owned and operated, and they use that training and experience to get the job done right the first time, every time. Need furniture, junk appliances removed? They can do almost anything you can think of quickly and affordably. Call Gator Hauling & Junk Removal and get the job done right. Call 352-665-JUNK. That's 352-665-JUNK for a free estimate. Call Gator Hauling today at 352-665-JUNK.
4: Letitronics World help you simplify your life at home. The professionals at EW can custom design, install, and program a URC total control automation and control system to put the operation of video, audio, locks, lighting, custom shades, thermostat, and more at your fingertips. You'll also be able to monitor your surveillance cameras in just one app. Take control of your life at home with a little assistance from Electronics World. Online at electronicsworld.net. This year, give her the best valentine ever hand dipped strawberries or delicious handmade confections in a heart shaped box from Thornbrook Chocolates, where everything's sweeter. Thornbrook Chocolates. Give, eat, indulge.
10: Well, guys, it's time to talk about your meat problem. It can be uncomfortable, but it's necessary. Do you realize that 85% of the grass-fed beef sold in the United States is imported from overseas? Now, if you're buying from the store, you're most likely eating low-quality, overpriced beef that lacks rich flavor. But Good Ranchers coming to the rescue. They're the protein prescription to cure your meat problem. Good Ranchers sources 100% American meat and seafood from local farms and ranches and delivers right to your door. It is the source for American meat and steakhouse quality bone-in ribeyes porterhouse pork chops everything they sell is aged trimmed packaged to make your life easy you'll love it they're great new partners of ours so stop shopping at the grocery store get total transparency use the promo code patrick for twenty dollars off free express shipping today that's GoodRanchers.com, and tell them we sent you
2: the UF Weather Center. Here is your WRUF weather update.
6: Scatter showers and thunderstorms are around this afternoon before tapering off through the evening. Overnight skies will clear. Lows into the low 50s. Tuesday looking sunny, breezy and cooler. Highs will be in the mid 60s. Tomorrow night mostly clear, colder. Lows will be around 40. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist William Maxim.
4: It's a bird. It's a bird.
10: It's the, the, the Dan Patrick Show. Dan
4: Patrick. Yeah.
10: It felt like he did have to manage almost every single series of downs. What can I get here? And even last night, I mean, he did throw the pick. San Francisco didn't cash in, and even there was no running game. And then Mahomes strategically picks his spots where he kills you when he's running.
2: The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes, and you. Weekday mornings at nine, right here on WRUF. <laughs> athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators.
7: This is Coach Steve Spurrier, and you're listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell, right here on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio
0: app. Do it, Stevie. Songs in the key of life. He is great. All right. Uh, We've had a lot of coaches on today. And a guy you've heard many times in our program is here, Cornelius Ingram. His uh, girls basketball team in a regional. And I think uh, you're home against Hilliard, right, CI? Yep.
17: Yep, yep. We're
0: home. Uh, That is going to be tomorrow on Valentine's Day uh okay you you get to this point um go back to your last game CI, what'd you see
17: um I, I thought we played i thought we played great um, from start to finish and um we we actually ended up playing a very talented newberry team who we were definitely familiar with by you know playing them in the district championship last year and then also the regional finals last year as well so um, really good ball club. Um, it, it, it went back and forth, um, probably throughout the entire game, um, to be honest. So, um, hats off to them. But I think right at the end, my girls finished. Um, one of my key players actually went down in the third. So I had some young girls come in and fill in and, and finish the game great. Uh just a complete, uh, overall win for us. Uh, all of our girls who hit the floor. Contribute, of course, whether it was defensively or scoring the ball, or whatever. Everyone who, who hit the floor helped us win that game against a tough
0: opponent. How deep do you normally go? Uh,
17: I try to rotate at least uh, six or seven girls, but you know we we make it to nine most of the time, um, where where some of our younger players are able to rotate. But uh, one of my key players. Uh, she's so important to our team she's actually a big but uh, she can play the point guard position wow she's so talented Steve I kid you not she's probably the most underrated girls basketball player in the entire state Um, especially for her size what she's able to do in the paint for us as far as scoring but once she rebounds she's pushing the ball and she's probably the best passer on the entire team Mm. she can score score all three levels um I mean, in the district championship game, her stat line was, I think maybe fourteen points, thirteen rebounds, six or seven assists, probably four or five blocks. Uh, just, just, just tremendous talent. Um, that's Jaleel Jackson. So she's been phenomenal all year for us. Uh, maybe I think maybe four steals. I forgot to add, but she's she's been so huge for us. So it's, it, it makes my my subbing job easier. Easier because I can put her at the point or I can put her out on the wing and put another big in. Uh, Depending on how teams want to play us, but but, uh, Jaleel, she's been great. But to answer your question, we normally try to uh, rotate at least
13: about seven girls, for sure. Tell me about Hilliard.
17: Uh, We played them early in the year. Uh, We jumped out on them uh, up there at Hilliard and – We never look back, but uh, of course, right, it's a different season and um, they've improved since then. We played them early on. So um, they're a totally different team. They can shoot the ball. Uh, A lot of their players actually move great without the ball in their hands. Uh, Very disciplined uh, on the defensive side of the ball, so we got to be ready to pull up, take our jump shots, and and not allow them to take the charges um, that I see that they're doing on film, but well coach, team, I think their, their coach has been in the program or been around here for a long time. So uh, what you see is what you get. Uh, they, they've they been doing it at a high level for a long time, and I have a lot of respect for their
11: program.
0: You know, I don't think I've ever <clears throat> asked you this. Football, I mean, look, <clears throat> I don't care who the athlete is, what the sport is, you want to mm-hmm. play. And sometimes mm-hmm. you, you you can't. How do you mm-hmm. handle it? Let's let's use your basketball team here. You know, mm-hmm. I'm sure girls think they should play more or want to play more. How do you handle that?
17: Um, I mean, we just give them an the opportunity to to show us in practice, right? I think that's that's where it starts. Um, and and I'm not saying you don't have bad days when you practice. So of course, you know that doesn't mean you're not going to necessarily not play in the game. So we give them an opportunity to put something on film, right? Put something on film that we can correct, we can go back and watch, and we can see if you're ready for the next game. But us with limited numbers and limited kids sometimes, we have to play a lot of kids. So I think um, the recipe for, you know, getting better is is experience. So when you're out there on the floor, no matter how bad it is, um, you can always get better. Or you feel like you're going to be better than you were um, the game before. And you know we just try to use that method. We try to give everyone the opportunity to touch the floor of course we've had we've had some blowout games where we able we were able to get some of our younger girls extended minutes right The game would be over a little earlier than 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 you know normal. so we would take the starters out we would play some of the young girls and just that experience being on the floor um no matter if you're a ninth grader or a twelfth grader. Uh, just having that experience on the floor I think that allows you to get better and uh, we always want our girls to have that experience because right now going into the postseason anything can happen so you have to be ready everyone has to be ready to play and fill in
0: last question I, you know all the years we've done this together I'm not sure because you just brought something up you said uh, that the film study you know when how sure. much of yeah. that do you do with your team
17: a lot a lot uh I mean, you know, football and basketball, girls' basketball, right? We're we're getting in lunch time, which is normally thirty minutes. Um, of course, boys' basketball has seniority of the, of the court, so they would practice right after school. So that would give me time with my girls um, before practice or even before a game, sometimes where we can get thirty, forty-five minutes in the film, maybe maybe even an hour, just to stay familiar with. Uh, what we want to do um going into that, that next game and then of course uh walkthroughs are important as well. So we're able to do all these little things with, with, with our girls, um, with our athletes just uh as an entire, you know, athletic program, whether it's football, boys, basketball, love girls basketball. And and I think that helps us, right? 'Cause the the kids are familiar with the game plan. They've seen it over and over during the week, not only just on film, but, but even when we do all of the walkthroughs that we do. And it, it makes the game easier. It slows the game down for them. And now they're out there just reading and reacting. And that's when you play better, when 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 you're not thinking and you're just going out there to react. So I think us just watching film, getting those extra walkthroughs has, has helped us tremendously, uh, especially with the success we've had over the last four or five years.
0: Tomorrow? Hawthorne hosting Hilliard in a class one A regional semi. I wish you luck, my friend, and I always appreciate the time. Thank you. Yeah,
17: absolutely. Thanks for having me. You got to
0: see, uh, yep. Cornelius Ingram. I'm telling you, he and Greg Bowie there, uh, much like at Williston, where, you know, their girls basketball team is also, uh, in a, uh, playoff as well. Uh, they're going to be at Trenton and we're going to try to get, uh, that coach on with us tomorrow. Uh, three nine two eight two five five. You can email uh, Russell at wruf.com. Tomorrow, obviously, we'll get your thoughts uh, on what happens with Gator basketball tonight. Um, again, anxious to see how Florida handles success. I think that's going to be a big key here uh, as to what they do. Uh, All right, let me get to a couple of emails here and then I hope uh, we're going to hear from Kevin O'Sullivan. Andrew says, uh, with Ken Palm uh, ranking climbing, where is this Gator defense coming from? Well, think about it, Andrew. Sometimes you can go through a season and not improve. Sometimes you can go through a season and get better in certain aspects of the game. Early on, we knew florida could rebound and we knew florida's guards were good and we knew that florida scored points but i don't think anybody early on thought this was a good defensive team i'm not sure it's a good defensive team but it's a better defensive team i think than what it was and that's coaching you know it's funny you don't any you don't hear anybody now saying fire the athletic director or anything about Todd Golden because they're winning. That is the magic elixir. I don't care at the middle school level, the high school level. That that is the magic elixir. That if you can win, then you know all that goes away. And I get it. I'm not, I'm not saying it's bad. I get it. One forty-three time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. Gator baseball coach Kevin O'Sullivan. Joining us next, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
2: Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
12: Good afternoon, I'm Leona Handler. High school basketball teams across Florida are competing in the regional playoffs. The Bradford Girls team travels to P.K. Young on Wednesday night for their Class 3 regional quarterfinals at 7, and in the Class 3 boys' regional quarterfinals, PK Young boys visit Providence School for their game Thursday night at 7. The Orlando Magic square up against City Thunder tonight at 7.30. In Gators sports, the softball team is in Jacksonville for their game against Jacksonville University. Coverage starts here tonight at 5.45. The Gators men's basketball team plays LSU here at the O'Connell Center. Coverage on one zero three seven. The Gators starts tonight at 7.30. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Liana Handler.
2: ESPN one FM, 850 AM WRUF.
0: Well, Valentine's Day is almost here. And you're thinking, I haven't gotten anything. Well, it's not too late. And I also have a great suggestion to get that Valentine gift. The best florist in town, my favorite floral expressions florist. Scott and his gang do it right. They're the best at what they do. You want roses? Got those. Mixed bouquets, blooming plants, and even things like gourmet popcorn and scented candles. A great selection and a great variety to get for your special Valentine. And they deliver as well. They make it easy, and you will reap the benefits. Call them, 352-375-1234 three five two three seven five one two three four or shop online now at Florist dot com floralexpressionsflorist dot com you'll be glad you did.
16: Hi, this is Doctor
13: Luis Rodriguez of Exceptional Dentistry. Hear what our clients have to say about their experience at
12: Exceptional Dentistry.
11: I was really looking for some top-of-the-line dentists to you know, be under their care. I mean, from the first day I came here, when you walk in, they treat you just with the utmost kindness. I've never known dentist or any uh, health care provider in my life that has the compassion towards people that they do. It's just very well worth it. When you leave, you just feel great, but if you want good quality work and dentists that really care about you as a person and your your health care like that, come to Exceptional Dentistry because they are exceptional.
13: This is Dr. Luis Rodriguez, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's
16: ExceptionalDentistry.com.
4: Always night pads are designed for a perfect night's sleep, so you can do your bear-hugging-a-pillow thing, your free-falling starfish thing, your burrito in a blanket with the ac blasting thing. While Always Night Pads with Rapid Dry do their We've Got Your Back with fast absorbency and up to 10 hours of protection thing. So while your period is doing its own thing, Always lets you do your sleep thing. Shop for Always in store or online, wherever you get your pads.
8: I spray and scrub, but
1: the
4: soap scum in my bathtub is still there. I spray and scrub, but the burnt sauce on my stovetop sticks around.
6: Sprays can leave grime behind, but new Mr. Clean Ultra Foamy Magic Eraser combines the scrubbing power of an eraser with the cleaning power of Dawn to melt away tough messes on contact.
4: Just wet, squeeze, and erase.
6: Stop spraying, start erasing, and clean with more magic than ever with new Ultra Foamy Magic Eraser.
8: Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean.
7: Hi there, this is Coach Steve Spurrier, and I want to let you know that Spurrier's Gridiron Grills delicious brunch is now served in a premium buffet. And we're now serving Gainesville's only elevated buffet, complete with an omelet station, ginger sage chicken sausage, shredded short rib, and of course, our chicken and waffles. Plus, you can enjoy Bottomless, monosas and Bloody Marys. So join us every Saturday and Sunday from 11 to 3 for the best brunch in town.
3: It's your Daughtry Tree Service tree care tip. Late winter is a great time to prune your trees and raise the tree's lower canopy for better sunlight to your lawn. Daughtry Tree has been helping their Gainesville and Alachua County neighbors for over 30 years. They provide dependable, quality service at fair prices for any size job. Free trimming and removal, stump grinding, debris or storm cleanup. Visit DaughtryTreeService.com today for your free estimate. Trust Daughtry Tree
2: Service, your tree service people. From the diamond to the dugout, we are your home for Florida Gator baseball. We are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gator. Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues here on ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app.
0: 2024 Florida Gator baseball season is almost upon us, and here to talk with us is the Gator baseball coach Kevin O'Sullivan. So let's start because the season is getting closer. Just overall, uh, from the, from the big picture here, what do you think of the team?
14: It's been an interesting fall for sure, and, and the spring has come on pretty quickly, like like we were just talking about. But you know, it's coming together. Obviously, we still have a lot of question marks. Um, our uh, starting rotation obviously is going to look a little bit different than last year with Kate Fisher probably going on Friday night and then Liam Peterson, a freshman, going on Saturday and we'll leave CAGS on, on Sunday. Um, and ideally, you know, we'd like to keep Brandon, obviously in, in the back end of the, uh, the bullpen, but um, all in all, um, the new players have done a really good job adapting to, you know, the pace of play and, and what we expect and the older players have done a really good job with the younger players.
0: You've got some flexibility, you have from the plate, you have some players that can play multiple positions. It's good to have that flexibility, isn't it?
14: Absolutely, I mean, you know, it all starts behind the plate and up the middle, so to speak. So we feel good about our catching situation. Colby Shelton has done a, a, a tremendous job of getting himself in really good shape. He's, he's handled the shortstop position as well as we could have uh, hoped up until this point. Cade Curlin is Kate Curlin. And um, center field, we've got two really good players. Michael Robertson has probably been the most surprising um, player from a statistical standpoint in the fall and early spring. Obviously, everybody knows, you know, his defensive ability, but um, he's had a tremendous preseason as well. Like I said, and and Jalen Guy, uh, a transfer from Liberty, you know, really plays really good defense as well. So up the middle, we feel pretty good about where we stand right now.
0: You know, a lot's made about the closer, and I know in college baseball sometimes that's overlooked, but that's an important piece for you, isn't it?
14: Well, I think everybody places a different kind of emphasis on that role. For me personally. I always call it like the one B. You know, the Friday night starter obviously sets the tone for the weekend, but you have to have a guy at the end that you trust. And what separates, you know, Brandon from maybe some other closers, he's very, very similar to Michael Byrne to where he's a multiple inning closer, um, and he's a starter really, you know, by nature being able to close games at the end. But it, it's it's it it can be really defeating when you. Feel like you have a game in hand for seven eight innings and all of a sudden it slips away from you at the end and sometimes that can creep into the next day so you know having someone like brandon it's really hard to find someone that can that can control that role number one you have to be talented enough with the stuff but you have to have the, the right demeanor to be able to handle those pressure situations
0: you mentioned uh, liam peterson and one of the new faces what are some other new faces we might see
14: um, well, we're a little bit older offensively, but uh, one of the names that sticks out quite a bit is Hayden um, Yost, um, left-handed hitter, you know, outfielder who's going to end up playing center field in his career here. Right now he's probably more of a corner outfielder, but um, he's been really, really good. And quite frankly, I think the biggest question mark that we have on our team is the youth out of the bullpen. We're going to have to rely on four or five freshmen that are going to have to pitch in some really – difficult leverage type situations on the weekend and we're going to have to rely on them you know to to bridge the gap to get to neely and obviously we've got some older pitchers that are going to be able to help and assist in that role as well as ryan slater blake pernell and um and fisher jameson but those younger pitchers are going to have to contribute early does what you
0: did last year factor or matter at all this year
14: no every team's different i mean you would you, you would like to hope that uh every year kind of leads into the next, but your personnel changes, you know, obviously we don't have, you know, White Langford, you right. know, BT Ryapel, um, you know, uh, Brandon Sproat, Hurston Waldrop, you know, the list can go on and on, but um, so every team's got their own story. Every team's got their own identity, um, but we do have some good leaders. I mean, Tyler Shelnut has had a great preseason as well and fall, and we're going to lean on him for his leadership. Dale Thomas, Who's been patiently waiting for his opportunity to play? He's kind of like that spark plug. He's, the, he's like that. He's uh, kind of like that. That. That guy that's got a tremendous amount of energy that he brings to the ballpark every day. So every team's different. We lost some really good players, but we feel like we, we've got you know some new players that have come in. We you know they're going to be talented enough to play here and in, in, in the SEC, and we're going to have some older guys that hopefully we'll pick up where some of those other guys you know you know left our program last year.
0: Speaking of the SEC, always tough, and uh, the schedule at times uh, isn't favorable in terms of you know, where you have to go on the road and when.
14: Yeah, this season in particular, I, I say it every year, the schedule seems like it's the most difficult one we've had, but this one is going to be challenging, especially in the second half of the season. Um, we've got South Carolina at home, and then we go back-to-back weekends on the road to Vanderbilt and Arkansas which are traditionally two really difficult places to play. And ideally what you'd like with your schedule is to, is to be alternating home and away, home and away. So if you do go on the road and you have an off weekend, you can come home and kind of regroup. So we've got those two difficult road weekends in a row. And then on the back end of those road trips, we got Tennessee at home and then, and then Kentucky at home and finish on the road to Georgia. So the second half of our, our, of our schedule is gonna be challenging for sure. Not any different than anybody else in our league has to go through, but hopefully that'll give us, you know, some time for these younger pitchers, especially to get accustomed to this level. And hopefully we'll we'll be playing our best baseball come the second half of the year.
0: You've done this here and you've done such a great job, but I I just just talking to you, I could just sense you're excited about this year, aren't you?
14: Yeah, I'm excited about every year. I mean, (laughs) it doesn't get any better. I get asked the question, who do you want to, you know, who, who do you look forward to playing the most on your schedule? And it's really everybody, you know, I mean um but uh no i mean this time of the year you know it, there's just a different feel you get a little bit closer to to opening night you're constantly looking at the weather and predicting you know what the weather is going to look like and um what it looks like that weekend what, how's the wind going to blow i mean it, it's fun it's fun and um obviously there's nothing like opening night and um We're certainly looking forward to it next week.
0: Let me ask in in closing here about NIL. It's changed everything uh, without going into specifics, though it has changed the dynamic, has it not?
14: I mean, quite honestly, the simple answer is yeah. I mean, you know, it used to be a situation where you recruit a player and it was about scholarship, and you'd have to figure out, you know, the amount of scholarship you were going to be able to give to a certain player, you know, to work within the 117 scholarship, you know, limitations and, you know, and, and it was about development. Now it's getting to a point, you know, for lack of a better term is, you know, whoever has, you know, more money than the other team is going to be in a better shape of being able to recruit out of the portal. It's just that simple. But, um, you know, obviously it's, 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 it's forever changing day in and day out. Um, it's something we have to adapt to. There's, uh, There's a tremendous amount of positives to it. But there are some difficulties that I know, you know, that we're all gonna have to work through to hopefully get this thing to be somewhat on a, you know, even playing field. Last
0: thing, a lot of times last year after a game, we would talk and you would also talk about the crowd and how important the crowd was. They've, they've come to watch your team, great ballpark here. That's an important part of your success. Is it not when crowds are like they were
14: a year ago? Uh, 100%, I mean, you're talking about 18 to 21, 22 year olds and and that the crowd does play a factor and you always talk about home field advantage in any sport and certainly when when you have you know uh, a stadium that's packed and they're in the fans are into it and engaged it, it certainly has an impact on the game certainly towards the latter part of the game when things get a little bit uh, tense i mean you know you look at any like i said any sport and you know it's really difficult to play on the road especially difficult places you know when when the fans are engaged so yeah, I mean, I think back to the Super Regional last year when we played South Carolina. That was probably the best atmosphere we had here. We had great atmospheres the entire year, but it certainly does play a role. There's there's no question about it. Appreciate you. Thanks for doing this. You got it. Thanks, Steve. Okay.
0: Kevin O'Sullivan uh, just got a contract extension, and uh, he's geeked for the start of the year. And I know Gator baseball fans are too. Tomorrow, if all goes right, you're going to hear... Uh, from the St. John's perspective, their head coach will join us tomorrow, I hope, uh, on Sports Scene. And let's hope the weather cooperates because Saturday looks to be, right now, the iffy weather day. Uh, so maybe Mother Nature can push that back a little bit and we can get a weekend uh, of baseball here without any issue. That is going to do it for Sports Scene for today. Uh, if I went through all the guests we had today, I wouldn't have time. Uh, But thanks to all of them uh, for being here. And we'll do this tomorrow for a Wednesday edition of the show. Uh, Tomorrow, we'll take a look back on Florida LSU tonight, get your thoughts on that game, and talk more sports with you. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. I'm Steve Russell. Enjoy the rest of your Tuesday.